Hi, I'm Vicki Abelson, and this is Game Changers. And my guest tonight is COVID-19. No, that's not really true. Because, well, my guest tonight is COVID-19, but COVID's on the computer, so I'm safe. And because I'm safe, I can take off this Fakakta mask. Have you been wearing masks places? I've been, I've been hunkered down. I've been going nowhere. Um, and today was like the first day that I opened my window and got some fresh air. I'm just getting everything set up here so I can see who's on with me. Um, thanks for joining me. Wow, this has been one crazy time, huh? So I'm thinking, oh, see, now I'm noticing that I'm not centered. And you know I have OCD, but look how I did this. I didn't have to run around the table today. I set the camera up this way. Is this working? It's just bothering me that the, the cord is over there. And I need to point it out to you so that now it could bother you too. Hi, everybody. Hi, Christina. Hi, Eileen. Hi, Mickey. Hi, Ken. It's, hi, hi, Alan. It's great to see you guys. Ugh. My, how's, my, how's my hair? That's all that really matters, isn't it? <laughs> um, I, oh, look at all that love coming up. I love you guys. Thank you. I'm so happy to see you. I'm hoping this is going to be the last Game Changers that I'm going to be doing on my own because with the help of Zoom, um, I'm planning on next week having my guest uh, and I Zoom out to you live on Facebook. Here's my request, guys. If you know anybody that's tech savvy, I'm really looking for someone to please help me do it. I found a video on YouTube that explains how to go from Zoom to live on Facebook, except I, 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 I like watched it the first three minutes like five times and I couldn't like see what they, where the, I couldn't do, I know, I need help, help me. So, oh, look at all that love coming up. God, I love you guys. Hi, Penny. I miss you guys so much. So this is what I'm thinking. If somebody helps me get this shit together with, um, with uh, wait, I'm, I'm going down here just so, because mine is frozen and I want to be able to see you guys. So if somebody helps me get this shit together with Zoom to go live on Facebook, then I'm thinking on Tuesday, we're going to have women who write. We, at 11 o'clock a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to go live with some great artists. I'm not sure if I can get everybody back that I canceled because I didn't think, I didn't realize we could do it. But I will have artists for you. I've already got some people committed that said they're happy to do it. So I'm going to bring you a show. We're going to bring you a show on Tuesday at 11 a.m. If somebody will help me figure out the Zoom to Facebook Live, maybe Marcus Eaton will. Marcus is a sweetie. He kind of taught me how to use MailChimp, but you may have noticed that I haven't sent you on anything on MailChimp because I still don't know how to do it. He talked me through the first part. Oh, this is a terrible angle because look, you got all my roots going on. See, I think I need to point that out to you. So if you haven't already noticed, you'll notice it now. Um, hi, Peg. It's good to see you. Um, hi, Trish. Oh, you guys are so sweet. I'm giving you cleavage. You got some cleavage? Okay, we got cleavage going on. That's one of my questions. So I'm thinking that this new normal, this COVID-19 COVID game changer, how much is it changing our lives? I don't want to get serious too soon. I want to enjoy the moment with you first. Um, uh, uh, the roots, what? The roots give me character. See, I, I'm looking down. I, I, I have to put my computer up higher so that I don't have to look down uh, when, I, uh, when I'm reading. But um, hi from the OC. Hi, Britt. Uh, cleavage, you noticed. Yeah. 
What do you want to do with Zoom? Okay, Trish, what I want to do with the Zoom is I want to have my artists, our artists, on Zoom with me. And then we'll go live on Facebook. So you guys won't be on Zoom. You guys will be on Facebook as you are now. And we'll be live to you. But I need to set up the interface so that what we do in our prospective homes. And you know what I think is so great? And I've been saying this a lot lately. Sorry for the noise of my chair. But all these people who are going live from their living rooms now, and it's like everybody. And I love the fact, have you seen Keith Urban's videos? He's cracking me up. He's such a cutie. But what's so hysterical about Keith's videos to me is that Nicole Kidman cannot stand not being on camera. And she keeps dancing and running into frame and doing things. And God forbid she shouldn't be the star for five minutes. I mean, it's kind of cute that there's, but he kind of ignores her and kind of shoes her away. But I wish she'd just sit down and like let him have his moments. Does she really need to be a part of that? We know you're married to him. We know you got the cute guy, Nicole. Calm down. You get plenty of screen time. I mean, it's fine for her to come in and do a little dance, but I mean, literally, she's like running in and out of all of his videos. I want her body. Have you seen her body? She's so, how, how can anybody be that thin? I mean, when you're young, yeah, it's doable, but at this age, how the hell, she has to start. Can you possibly eat food and be that thin? I don't know. And so how has, I'm gonna look at this in a little bit. Hi, everybody. Hi, Eileen. Hi, um, oh God, um, hi Greg, it was so nice to see you yesterday. Hi Greg, hi Paul, um, hi Dave. Um, so, hi Deborah, um, hi Deborah. how are you convalescing? I hope everything's okay for you. So anyway, what I'm wondering is, well, I'm wondering a lot of things, but talking about the cleavage, so is this whole thing affecting your mojo and how is it affecting your mojo? Because as some of you know, um, I'm in a relationship, but I, I've kept stayed on the dating sites because I'm superstitious. Knocking on wood because I'm afraid that as soon as I go off them, my relationship will end because <laughs> God, yeah, I've had some bad luck with relationships. So anyway, is it affecting your mojo? Do you find that like you're not like thinking about sex at all, like you couldn't care less or is it like getting you excited, you know, because I'm finding, since I'm still on these dating sites, am I talking, am I being too frantic? I know I tend to talk really fast when I'm excited. Hi, Mark Hochlerin, Hochlerin in the house. I love the Hochlerin brothers. Um, I find that um, the dating sites are crazy. They're like blowing up. And I'm thinking it's probably not really about sex because is anybody meeting up now? No, um, uh, I can't imagine that people are. But I think what it is, is that people are so hungry to connect. They're, everybody is so, well, for those of us who are living alone, this is really weird. And the one way that I get to make it be less weird is to check in with you guys every day, which has been such a blessing for me. So for those of you who don't know, I've been doing a daily show called Shooting the Shit with Vicky. And I wanted to call it Shooting the Shit with Viral Vicky. But I thought, oh my God, I don't want to give myself a Kinahara. Here, we're, we're spitting through the fingers again. I don't want to give my, I, I don't want the virus. I don't want to be Viral Vicky. But like viral in terms of the internet, that would be nice. I'd like to be that Viral Vicky. <laughs> that would be good. If you all share this video, that could happen. Um, but anyway, um, so, 
coming to you live has really, oh, I didn't finish the mojo thing. So I think what people really want is to connect and to communicate. And I think there's probably a lot of sexting going on, but is anybody feeling sexy? What do you guys have to say about that? Um, close, the guitar is your close thing, Mickey. Chocolate cake is helping a lot, okay. Um, show us your man. No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not giving it a, I'm not giving it a Kinahara, Deborah, because what has happened in the past, and I've said this ad nauseum, is that every time I started seeing somebody in the last eight years, the second I started talking about him, or writing about him on the Huffington Post, that might have had something to do with it, um, they went away before I could even, before the, the typing was done on the computer, before it hit, the first person read the article. So I'm just trying to um, do things differently because I'm teachable. <laughs> Because I'm an addict with a program of recovery. And I want to talk to you about that too. So I've been doing, connecting is everything, right? So I've been coming to you daily. For those of you that don't know, um, today I combined shooting the shit with Vicky and Game Changers into one because I figured you didn't need me twice in one day. Oh my God, nobody needs me that much. Hmm. But in any case... Um, uh, I've been, yeah, I've been doing these daily little shows and I'm going to continue doing them every day and check in with you, God willing, uh, just to have that communication because it means so much to me. I come out live to you and then you guys get on here and we start talking and we start exchanging information and it's, it's just wonderful and it's been saving me, as have the Zoom 12-step meetings that I've been going to, which is crazy. So listen to this. So 19 years ago, I started going to this Writing Sober meeting in New York on West 96th Street. And it took me a while to give up the drink. Um, I gave up um, pot uh, 18 and a half years ago. I didn't give anything up at the beginning, but I, I did give pot up 18 and a half years ago, but I continued with the drink because I wasn't an alcoholic like the rest of those losers. Well, I was an alcoholic with alcohol, but I was alcoholic with everything else, with pot, with sex. Well, not even with sex, with love love junkie with with food with facebook now with the internet i can I, i'm addicted to so many things because i'm an addict so and i and that's an alcoholism that's an ism so anyway i started going to this meeting in new york and at that meeting where i eventually did stop drinking and actually on april 7th i'll be celebrating uh 17 years and uh we call it a happy birthday in california in new york they call it an anniversary but i'll be 17 on April 7th and the really pathetic thing is that my last drink <laughs> was at a Passover Seder and it was a glass of Manischewitz wine and that's just really pathetic so uh, you know it should have been a jack on the rocks it should have been a margarita it should have been something sexy and exotic I should have been licking salt and drinking a margarita right but no I was drinking Manischewitz wine and singing Da Da Yeno. and isn't that weird we're gonna have um uh we're going to have uh, um, Passover and Easter, uh, you know, this way. And, and, and isn't that strange? Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we're lucky that we can do that. But so I got a call today um, from Rosalind Kind, and we were talking about, um, she usually goes to this very fabulous, fancy people Seder, but maybe we should do a Zoom Seder. And, um, and Alan's Y. Bell and company, uh, Dave Barry, wrote this great Haggadah 
um, which is, for those of you who are not Jewish, which is, I'm guessing, most of you, it's a very, very funny uh, way to get through the Seder and a very fun way to get through the Seder. And so wouldn't it be great to have a Zoom Seder and, um, and then we could do the Alan Bell, Dave Barry Haggadah and have fun and, and still have our holiday. It makes me crazy that the idiot in chief is encouraging people to go to church for Easter Sunday. This, I was going to say this person, but he's not a person. This, 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 this anomaly, this, this thing is putting human life at risk for his ego at every turn. I, I, don't get me started. It makes me absolutely crazy to think about him. But in any case, um, hey, Doug, another Hochlerin brother. I love you. I miss you. Doug Hochlerin sold two apartments for me. I love you. Um, but we go back to the rock and roll days, to the rock and roll cafe on Bleecker Street, 1986. Yeah. The Mazarin was, uh, yes, Mazarin used to play. Hey, Katie. Hey, hey, Callie. Oh, Callie. Hi, Callie. Um, hi, Mike Moore. Hi, uh, who else am I missing? I think, I, I think I've, I've said hi to pretty much everybody who's been joining us. Anyway, so I'm all over the place here. I'm talking Mojo. I'm talking Passover Seder. I'm talking all of, So let's go back to the Mojo thing. I think, I think the reason that the dating sites are blowing up so much right now is because people just want to connect. So how are you guys? I'm going to go back and I'm going to read the thread while we're talking. Hi, Callie. Um, how are you guys connecting? I know we're all on Facebook because we're doing it right now. Um, are you doing Zoom meetings? If you're not a 12-stepper, what else are you doing? If you are a 12-stepper, I hope you're taking advantage of all the Zoom meetings. Oh my God, I'm going to so many. That's what I started to tell you. Oh, here you go. Here's, <laughs> I digress. But anyway, so I got sober in New York at the Little Room on 96th Street. That's where I finally gave up drinking, April 7th, 2002. And I learned so much in that room. That's kind of where I learned the beginning of my recovery and it's things that I still use today, how to be teachable. I learned how to turn it over and uh, know that I'm not my higher power, that there's a power greater than me. I'm not gonna give you a 12-step lecture, but anyway, I learned a lot of stuff in that room and I went to that meeting every Wednesday for years and it was phenomenal. And then I moved to California and I used to go back and forth between LA and New York. And so whenever I was in New York, I would go. Now there's the sister meeting here in LA and somebody that I love very much on Facebook, whose first name is Michael, actually started the writing sober meeting in LA and which then got picked up in New York. Anyway, I started going to the one in LA probably about six years ago and we've been doing the Zoom here. Well, today was the first time my New York writing sober meeting, our New York writing sober meeting went on Zoom. And I got to sit on Zoom with people that have known me for 19 years that watched me get sober. I hadn't written anything when uh, I first started. They got to see me start a book. They got to see me finish a book. Okay, it took 13 years, but I did it. They got to see the birth of Women Who Write, um, the Literary Salon, and this show, Game Changers, and they've gotten to watch all of this unfold in my life and I got to spend today with them. Had it not been for COVID-19, 
had it not been for this this safe at home, that wouldn't have happened. There are a lot of things that are happening right now that I'm really grateful for. So that that speaks back to the um, why people are on all the dating apps and hitting each other up and, and looking for companionship. I think that people want to have meaningful connections, not just connections, but to really communicate. So I haven't swiped anybody. I'm not matching with anybody. I'm otherwise engaged. I'm kind of just watching it happen. But I'm wondering, if you are on a dating app, have you connected with people since this all started? I have a couple friends that have. Um, and what are you doing? Are you just texting? Are you sexting? Are you talking on the phone? Are you meeting outside and going for a walk and staying uh, six feet apart? And speaking of that, are you going out for walks? Um, I'm almost embarrassed to say that I am incredibly paranoid. And I heard that it might, the virus might not be in droplets, that it actually might be an airborne virus. They, they've uh, done some talking about that in Europe. This is another thing I want to say. There's so much information all the time. I didn't watch the news for three days because I got so shut down on Sunday night by something that was so dramatic that I received in an email that I was up all night. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't think. I couldn't breathe. I was terrified. And so starting on Monday, I just stopped watching the news. Um, the numbers in New York, you know, I would see things on Facebook and uh, Sunday night, I think it was 11,000 and then last night it was 25,000. I have no idea what it is today and they're not even testing a, a fraction of the people that probably have it and so the numbers are just insane and it's the hotbed and it's where my mother is and my daughter is and I don't want to know. I kind of threw the news on just before I came live so that if there was anything breaking, I would be able to talk with a little bit of knowledge and intelligence about it. Well, maybe not so much intelligence, but maybe with a little bit of knowledge. But um, the only thing I heard was Dr. Fauci said that uh, he was being asked about vitamins and supplements and things and it, is anything really does anything really work and he basically said C can't hurt it is an antioxidant unless you take a shit ton of it you can't be doing yourself harm there is some information that vitamin D may be helpful on taking it I started taking all these crazy things to boost my immune system and I ended up being allergic to something so my eyes are kind of crazy and a little swollen and um, I stopped. I was taking oil of oregano. I was spraying magnesium on the bottom of my feet. Um, I've been taking celery, all this kind of stuff. So I cut out um, this, the new stuff that I had started taking and hopefully my eyes will return to normal. But I also developed, um, after three days of that stuff, this horrible like gunk in my throat. And I thought, oh my God. And uh, it, it wasn't until I saw my eyes that I realized that I was probably having an allergic reaction. But that was pretty terrifying. Hi, Bill Riccardi. It's nice to see you. Hi, Tova. Um, hi, Christopher. Uh, uh, the recovery community does rock, Deborah. Hi, Elliot. Hi, Jeff Lawrence. Um, I'm going to go back and read your questions and your, your comments in a minute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay with you here so that... Um, uh, my, my computer's doing weird things. It keeps interrupting the video. But I'm going to assume that that's not happening with you guys. 
Um, so anyway, um, uh, where was I going? So there's so much information out there, and I, I'm do I'm drinking this um, chaga mushroom chaga stuff, this powder I'm putting in my coffee every morning. Uh, oh shit, I was interrupted. Why is it recording and not? What's going on? Oh, there we are. Um, the internet's doing weird things, and I don't know if it's because uh, so many people are on it right now, but um, wow, um, that hasn't happened in a long time. It actually stopped recording, I think, but it looks like you guys are still there. I'm gonna assume that we're still, we're still going. Wow, and I don't know, if, did it happen out there? It happened here. Um, yeah, <laughs> so how is life changing? For, okay, so <laughs> be nice if I could stay on one train for just five seconds without going off on different tangents, but that's just not who I am. So, so yeah, a lot of information, none of it is, it's ever changing, who to believe, what's real, what's right, what's not, what's, What's bullshit? So this is what I figure, just like they tell us in the rooms, take what you like and leave the rest. If something makes sense to me, then I'm, I'm gonna heed it. So there's a, a few of those things I wanna talk to you about that I've gotten hip to and privy to in the last, um, I don't know, few days that I wanna share with you. And I'm not, nothing I'm gonna share is the truth. This is just stuff that I'm hearing, that I'm heeding, you can take it or not. One thing I know for sure, because I've been reading it a lot and hearing it a lot, no Advil, no ibuprofen. In fact, I heard today that they've been doing autopsies in Europe. Is this true? I don't know. What's my source, by the way? My source for everything is who the fuck knows. I'm watching CNN. I'm watching MSNBC. I'm reading emails that I'm getting. I'm looking online. I don't know what my sources are. I am not claiming them to be true. All I know is something that keeps recurring is don't take Advil, don't take ibuprofen. Um, they've been doing autopsies. I'm looking at myself. It's not good to be looking at myself. Um, they've done autopsies in Europe and they have found that in uh, some of the people that have died, they had ibuprofen in their systems and that people that are recovering are people that did not take ibuprofen. So Tylenol is safe. So NyQuil is okay. I believe Theraflu also has um, Tylenol, uh, acetaminophen in it. Acetaminophen is okay. Ibuprofen, not okay. Don't take it. So um, there's that that I learned in the last uh, few days. Um, but anyway, all this information is coming in. What do we take? What do we leave? Um, I... Uh, Tell me what you're doing, what you're hearing. Um, there's a great video that I will post tonight that was passed on to me about what to do with stuff when it's delivered, when you order takeout, or when you have stuff delivered, groceries delivered, and how to treat that stuff safely. Um, I read this article last night. Um, this Amazon delivery guy was telling his story, and it was horrifying. He was... the I. I my, my respect, my admiration, my gratitude, my love for all the people who are serving us through this. I, I had a call AT&T today and somebody answered the phone and I said, I hope you're working from home. And he said, no, we're in the office. And I'm terrified for all those people. 
Um, I'm going to go off on another tangent, but uh, some of you know, because you saw on Facebook, that um, I met Jackson Brown a few weeks ago. And it turned out that the night after I met him at the Wild Honey concert, he got on a plane and he went to New York and he did uh, the, the uh, rock... Oh, God. It looks like my thing is getting... Yeah. My signal is, is going in and out, which is disconcerting. So I hope it's not annoying for you people out there. It's really freaking me out because I have the, the, um, the camera turned towards me instead of away from me so I didn't have to run around the table today. I finally figured out that I could do that while sitting here. And so because it's facing me, I can see everything that's going on. And that's a, a blessing and a curse because I'm looking at my hair and what side of my face are you seeing and all this stuff that I don't want to be paying attention to but it's also showing me that the, the audio the um the recording is interrupting every once in a while I'm sorry if that's being annoying for you guys um so uh yes yeah, so I'm talking about Jackson Brown so anyway so I met him at the Wild Honey concert we were shoulder to shoulder he put his arm around me we took a picture a few pictures together it was lovely and the next day he went to that concert in New York at the Beacon Theater and it was a benefit concert and I'm, it's, I'm spacing on the name of it right now. If you guys remember the name of the concert, please tell me. Hi, Peg. Maybe, um, hi, Denise. Who remembers the name of that concert? But I know that um, Will Lee was, uh, and Jimmy Vivino were, were the, the house band and, and I know Cindy Lauper was singing and there were so many people performing in that concert and I remembered watching it, I think it was a couple weeks ago, and live and I was mortified because they were sharing microphones, they were hugging each other, and I thought, oh my God. And this was before it had hit New York. Uh, I, I believe it was before there were any reported cases, but there was a lot going on in Europe and a lot of people traveling, and it might have been just days before um, the first case in New York. Or the, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't want to speak out of turn. In any case... Jackson thinks is pretty sure that he got it either on the flight to or from New York or at that concert but it turns out other people that were um, involved with that concert people behind the scenes artists have also come down with the virus and I'm thinking wow okay how many of those people are going to come down with it and it's it's just kind of terrifying um, I don't know why I brought that up <laughs> but anyway um, I hope that everybody, uh, I hope we have miracles and I hope there is some genius sitting in some room somewhere who's going, aha, and in the midst of this comes up with the cure. And they are trying that drug, hydro, I'm not even going to try and say it. Um, and then there's belief that if you pair two drugs, these two drugs together, it's going to work. And then there's other belief that if you do, that's a disaster. And so until they know, Dr. Fauci was saying that until some, they, if somebody has an idea, they should test it quickly and get it out there. Um, but in the meantime, what can we do? What are we doing to stay sane and to stay healthy? I'm drinking emergencies a few times a day. Um, I'm taking this chaga mushroom powder in my uh, coffee uh, every morning. You can get it on Amazon. It's called chaga, C-H-A-G-A shroom powder and uh, supposedly it coats the stuff and like prevents viruses from hooking up who the fuck knows all i know is that every time i have the slightest tinge of a sore throat or i start to get hoarse i made um this healing cabbage soup last night that's another thing i want to talk about all the cooking that i'm doing are you doing a lot of cooking 
Um, and uh, it was bland, so I put some chili pepper in, and I was on a Zoom meeting while I was eating my soup. It was at dinner time. And so I had to cough and sneeze because I was eating this chili pepper, and I thought, oh my God, people are watching me and they're gonna think I've got the virus. And that's another thing, is there a stigma with this virus? I don't think there should be. I mean, it seems to have no, uh, um, I can't think of what the word is, but it doesn't, it's, it doesn't seem to discriminate by, by age, by race, by, by nationality, by, by socioeconomic. I mean, it's just grabbing people all over the place. Is there a shame in getting this virus? There's no shame in it. I just want everybody to heal. But here's my other question. Oh, what is it gonna take for us to get back to normal? Um, I heard recently that, um, I think it was just last night, that France is extending its stay at home another six weeks, and they're ahead of us by a few weeks, I think. So we're in a month-long stay at home. I believe ours is supposed to be tentatively set to lift on um, April 19th. If we get another six weeks after that, and we're going into the end of May, beginning of June, wow, can you imagine? I mean, I feel very blessed. I have a beautiful home. It's way bigger than I need to be alone in, but I'm grateful that I have it, and I have space to move around in, and I was able to open, I have a balcony, and I actually opened the door and let the fresh air in, which I've been afraid to do. Um, I'm a walker, I usually speed walk, and um, I go to the post office, I speed walk into town. I've been afraid to speed walk. Ah, getting back to a point I was making a long time ago. I've been afraid to speed walk because if this thing is airborne, or even if it's in um, droplets, and you go in the wake of someone else, supposedly they stay in the air. Um, oh God, it's doing that again. Supposedly they stay in the air for six to 10 minutes. That's a long time. So that's just, and what is the difference between being paranoid and being careful? It's a really fine line this day. And you know, I'm Jewish, I'm erring towards the paranoid and careful. Um, hi Harriet, um, hi Paul. Paul says, um, will we ever get back to normal? That's kind of my question. Hi Reed, hi Rick, um, hi Tony. Um, oh, it was a God's Love We Deliver benefit, right. Rock, for, it was for God's Love We Deliver, but I, it had a name, and I can't, if you, I can't remember, but it was for God's Love We Deliver, you're absolutely right. Um, thank you for that, Tony. Um, but anyway, as far as getting back to normal, and then we'll get into sharing things that we're doing and what we've heard, um, I'm wondering, how long will it take till we feel comfortable to gather, to mingle? I, you know, I, I can just envision this very paranoid thinking, like if everybody hasn't gotten it, oh my God, what if somebody is still incubating it? What, what is gonna be a safe period where we're gonna feel like we can get back to life? When are we gonna feel like we can go to concerts and to movies and to restaurants? You know, my daughter, uh, uh, was a waitress and just got promoted to bartender at Tribeca Grill in New York. They closed. She lost her job. Harry was the generally the, the deputy general manager of the La Cunada Theater, and it closed, and he lost his job, or at least he's laid off for now. Um, restaurants are closed all over the place. At what point are we going to 
feel like it's okay to get back to life? When are we going to be okay to kiss? I mean, if we're not living with our significant other or our spouse, when is it going to be okay? People who are dating, people who like me have a significant other, but we're separated through this. When is it going to be okay to hug and to kiss and to love again? Um, are we going to do that without going, uh, ee, I'm going to drink some tea. That's another thing that I've heard, that there can't be anything wrong with following this suggestion. And now I'm going to cough and everybody's going to think she's got the virus. She said she had the COVID there. <coughs> Excuse me. My throat's dry. Um, hi, Christopher Cilio. Um, I don't know why my voice gets high when I start to do that. Hi, Ra. Hi, Gabby. Um, I forgot where I was going because I'm, I'm going so many places. Uh, yeah, when is it going to feel safe to do things again? Um, that's something I just can't even imagine. And in the meantime, what are we doing to, to stay normal? Okay, so, um, oh, and, and wait, what else about things getting back to normal? When will we have jobs again? When are we going to make money again? I know I throw live events. So if I do them on Zoom, I know some people are putting up tip jars and they're, um, they're charging for stage at events, which is great. So there are, people are supporting them and giving them some money and that's lovely. But for those of us that throw live events that aren't doing things like I'm going live every day, I'm not asking you to give me money. Although, if everybody who's enjoyed my shit for the last 11 years, just put a dollar or two in Venmo or PayPal. You know, I'm just saying, it would be, you know, at least 12 bucks. So, you know, that could help. Hmm, hmm. Um, but in any case, um, are we going to have jobs? Or are the people who've been laid off? Because some businesses are not going to be able to come back after this. Small businesses that are out for months, are they going to be able to recover? How many of us are getting the shit kicked out of us in the market? Oh my God, 401ks, our nest eggs. It's really scary. I'm dependent on some of that money to live. And, um, ouch! Oy! And what about this new stimulus package? I think it's great that we're all going to be getting checks. Um, I'm cynical about how that's going to work, but I think it's great. I thought that was going to really stimulate the stock market today, and it didn't nearly as much as there was that big um, surge yesterday. Today, not so much. Um... When is everything going to get back to normal? Will, will, things, will we ever have normal? Is this new normal going to be something we're going to live with forever? So are you guys cooking more? Because I, I've been making jokes about it. I haven't had this much home cooking since I was five. I mean, after that, we'd even go out for a slice of pizza or an egg roll once in a while. I haven't had any takeout. I haven't had any in, eaten in any restaurants. It's all home cooking. So... Oh my God. And I'm also all out of whack. I find, you know, I'm always a, a night person and I'm up late, but I'm finding that I'm up every night till four, five, one night, day till six. I'm sleeping in later. I, my sleep is very, very, uh, hmm, I don't know what I'm doing. My sleep is very restless and I'm not sleeping well. I'm feeling like I have to fluff my hair. <laughs> Um, my sleep is very restless. How about you? Are you dreaming? Are you remembering your dreams? I don't usually remember my dreams, 
but I've been remembering some. And it doesn't help that I'm watching The Stand, which, but you know, there is something that makes our situation seems a little less scary because everybody dies in The Stand, right? Except for like five people or something. So anyway, I'm watching it really slowly because I'm not watching a lot of TV or you. I'm finding I'm always on the computer a lot. I'm a Facebook addict. I'm a Facebook junkie, but I'm really on it a lot now. And it's just reading all your stuff. And people are so funny. Oh my God, there's so many funny people. I've read some of the funniest things. This girl on Twitter who has, I don't know, a few, she has less than a thousand followers, I think. And last night she wrote a tweet about um, her husband said that if she throws a dart to a map, wherever it lands, he's going to take her there on vacation when this is all over. And she said, well, I, I guess we'll be vacationing behind the refrigerator. And that tweet got like, I don't know, it went viral. It got like 100,000 likes and retweets and all of this stuff. And now she's a Twitter star just from that one tweet. And she didn't even have hashtags. It was just a great joke. And it landed and it resonated and everybody retweeted it. And it's wonderful and it's amazing. Hi, Lorna. Um, hair looks good. Leave it alone. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I can't remember which way it goes and then I fuck it up more. But anyway, um, so yeah, people are being funny. I'm not really watching TV I'm uh, I'm not really watching the news right now. I can't say that I'm reading either. I'm reading a lot online. Okay, so a couple of things that I've read that were helpful to me. That made I was talking to um, a friend uh, just before I came on the air, and he was saying that the more stuff he reads of instructional things makes him feel a little less crazy and a little more that he has a little more control or power, even though. Control is kind of an illusion. Power is an illusion. But um, the thing, the video that I saw about how to deal with groceries that are delivered and take it delivered, delivered. Uh, would you like a little liver? It's in my favorite year. Um, hi, Lainey. Anyway, um, I found that video really, really helpful. Oh, I started to say before in 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 partnership with that video last night I saw one from an Amazon delivery guy and he was saying that they get in those trucks and they're not cleaned they don't have Purell there's no place for them to wash their hands and so all those packages are being handled by innumerable people I have to sneeze and I moved my box of tissues um, all those um, Packages are being handled by all these people and being put in the same containers. So I'm guessing that, you know, stuff is... This guy on the on the video where he talks about um, uh, unpackaging things safely, he also talks about how long the virus actually lives. And there's been a lot of talk about how long the virus lives. And, you know, I read somewhere that on cardboard, it's like three to four days and on metal, it could be nine days and on plastic, it's three to four days. This guy debunks all of that. He said on cardboard, it only lives a few hours and on plastic and metal, I think it's three days or something, whatever it is, it's in that video. And I'm going to post that link on here, take it or leave it. I'm not saying he's an expert. I think he is one though, but he lists his credits at the beginning of the video, but Whatever it is, what he suggests to do 
to play safe, to be safe, can't hurt anybody by doing what he suggests. So I figure anything that can be helpful, why not? So chaga, shroom, bring it on. Vitamin D, bring it on. Emergency, bring it on. Because <laughs> that stuff can't hurt. It can't possibly do me harm. And if it can possibly do me good, yay. So I'm going to read this soon. So tell me what you're doing. Uck, the chaga mushroom, yeah. Um, I'm competing with Wheel of Fortune, Lorna, really? <laughs> well, hi, Sharon. It was so good to meet you yesterday. Um, so a few things. We started yesterday, we had our first Women Who Ride support group on Zoom, and it was so great. There were 30-something of us. It was just lovely, and it's kind of a 12-step meeting for people who don't 12-step, or kind of a 12-step meeting for people who do, but want to get to know the people that are part of Women Who Write, who are out of town, or who are missing each other. And it was lovely to all be together yesterday, or a bunch of us, and to share, and um, just spend that time together. And some of us met for the first time, which was lovely. Hi, Sharon. Thank you for the heart. Um, so anyway, so join us. So I was gonna do it every Tuesday at 11 a.m., but I'm thinking, this Tuesday, I want to go live with artists and bring it to you live on Facebook from Zoom. So that's what I'm working on. If I get it together, that's what we'll be doing at 11 o'clock this coming Tuesday. If I don't get it together, we'll be having a Zoom support group. In either case, you're going to be welcome to join us. Please check in on my Facebook. Um, I post everything on three different Facebook pages. My page, the two Women Who Write pages. Please join us on the Women Who Write group if you're not on it already. We do daily writing prompts, we support and love each other, and we promote our work uh, without guilt and without feeling weird about it. Uh, last night I had the great pleasure of going to a Stage It concert of our own Eileen Angel, and it was wonderful, and I got to see and hear her perform for the first time. Uh, Eileen's been coming to my workshops for years, and it was so wonderful to see her live. Um, so many of our friends are performing on a nightly basis. Aside from Keith Urban, um, today I was alerted to Richard Marks has a talk show now um, from his living room, and today he interviewed Jane Lynch and talked about our friends Snuffy Walden and Sarah Nimitz. And you know, the thing is, and I've been saying this a lot too, now everybody's going live from their living room, right, or their kitchen. And uh, Jimmy Fallon's doing it, Jimmy Kimmel's uh, doing, you know, everybody's uh, doing it. And they're acting like it's this great new technology. Well, hello, we've been going live from the living room for 11 and a half years. And well, we haven't been going live, but we've been filming from the living room and going live for a number of years from the living room. Gary Marshall used to call us the girls in the kitchen. Um, thank you, Cindy Beagle, for bringing him. But anyway, um, I was saying to someone earlier that, you know, there's a part of me that's a little bitter that everybody's acting like this is a brand new thing and we've been doing it for so long. But on the other hand, what does it matter? We're, we've all found this, this ability to do this and it's wonderful. They'll go back and they'll be back in their studios. And actually, I think a lot of people will keep performing out of their homes now that they've realized how easy it is. But, um, and I know I certainly will be. Um, so yeah, so I'm hoping Women Who Write will be live from the living room uh, as it always is the last Tuesday of the month. And I'm hoping next week's Game Changers, I'll be live with a guest and not just me. Am I boring you? <laughs> um, 
uh, I'm hoping that we'll be able to, to do those things. And if not, I'll just keep doing this till I figure it out. But I need help. I need an intern. I need, I need a friend. I need somebody to show me how to go from Zoom to, you know, I know, um, who was it that was asking me? Tina was asking me what I need. Oh, look at all that love coming up. Thank you guys for sending me love. It means the world. Um, I want to go back and read the thread and see if you have any comments or I just want to read through my notes and see if there's anything else that I wanted to ask you about. I have these fruit flies. I'm not sure from what. I don't have any fruit out. Um, I just saw some hearts coming at me. Who's sending me hearts? Trish. Um, Trish, you sent, you know, but sending me instructions, Trish. No, you know, I tried to watch the YouTube video. I, I need somebody to really talk me through it. I'm not really good with instructions. Um, and what's with this whole toilet paper thing? You know, I know people were hoarding it and the stores became empty and that now you go online and they say, we don't have any more of this. Come on. Can't anybody somewhere make some fucking toilet paper? Is this such, well, I guess people aren't at work, but it seems to me, they say that people who are performing necessary and important tasks, essential tasks, uh, jobs, are still, should still be encouraged to work. Now, I am not encouraging anybody working shoulder to shoulder and putting themselves at risk. If we have to wipe our ass with leaves forever, then I mean, whatever, I don't, nobody should be put in jeopardy. But <laughs> I think somebody should get on this toilet paper thing. They'd make a lot of money. Um, hi, Peter. Ah, hi, sweet. Um, thank you, oh, Trish is gonna, thank you, Trish. I'd be so grateful if you'd help me. Um, I need help. Um, so what else do I have here that I wanted to talk to you about? Yeah, so if you, um, I also was thinking about um, people out there who are in their addiction, uh, who are alcoholics, addicts, who are going through this very scary time and thinking that if they just get higher, it'll go away. And God, I remember those days. Um, if anybody wants to reach out, um, please private message me if you want to quit, if you're troubled, if you, um, there are lots of places for help. There's lots of helplines and there's lots of Zoom meetings and there's lots of support out there. Um, I've been talking to a few newcomers and it's been pretty great. And um, I really give credit to anybody that um, is choosing to get sober now. But I also um, support that so much because things are less scary sober somehow. I know that's nuts. Okay, so let's go in and, um, and let's see what everybody has to say and see if anybody has any questions. Okay, so other things before I get to that. <laughs> Just one more, I'm doing the Columbo. Just one more thing. Um, except Columbo set it down here. He didn't have a very deep voice. Um, Wheel of Fortune winning. Lorna, go watch Wheel of Fortune. Nobody's forcing you to stay here. You can do both. You can multitask. <laughs> and I talked about this on yesterday, shooting the shit with Vicky. If you did not see, oh, I see where I'm pausing. If you did not see, God, this thing keeps pausing. It's making me crazy. If you did not see um, The Voice on Monday, Joanna Serenko um, uh, is unbelievable. And it so happens that she is the daughter of my first true love and Paul Blumberg. And she is incredible and I'm not biased. She truly is. Um, if you have not seen The Voice, go watch it on YouTube. Go watch her. She's amazing. And um, I'm so excited to see what's going to happen. And, and also, like, what's going to happen? They're not going to be able to go live 
when they were planning to, I'm guessing. What's happening to everybody in show business, to Broadway, to Hollywood, to restaurants, to movie theaters? What's everybody doing who was busy working their lives away? What are you doing with your time? How are you spending it? Are you, ah, here's another question. Are you being productive? Me, not so much. I'm going live every day and that's been fabulous. Um, and connecting, I figure that my most important job right now, the way I can be of service is to connect with you. And um, I'm not being funny at all, but <laughs> I've written a few funny statuses, I hope. You know, but, but I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know how entertaining I'm being, but I'm being company for anybody that's home alone and that has been to my stuff or watched my stuff. So I get to keep you company a little bit every day. And so I figure I can do that. I can't visit you in the real world, but I can visit you on here. And I am going to read your questions. So hi, Elle. Um, hi, Valerie. Um, so it is going to be a conversation. Uh, as soon as I stopped yapping for five minutes, uh, we'll get into conversation. But um, anyway, I have you been productive? I usually get up every morning and I pray because I'm a 12-stepper and I have a spiritual program, not a religious one. I haven't been doing it. I've been kind of praying in my head, walking around sometimes, but I'm not doing my ritual of getting on my knees and praying. I'm not doing my physical therapy exercises in the morning. I've only gotten on the elliptical once. I'm not speed walking. I'm going to tell you all the things that I'm not. Uh, I have not prepped my taxes. I've put my accountant off twice already. I'm supposed to speak with him on Saturday. I have nothing ready to go. Um, I can get an extension. We all can till July 15th, but I don't really want to do that. I want to get it out of the way. I have not filed any papers. I have not read any of my book. I am not reading my daily readings. I am doing my um, morning pages every day. That I continue because that's something I've been doing for 6,000 and I don't know, 800 days and I don't stop. I do check in on the women who write group page every day as I'm committed to do. Um, I've been cooking every day, which is crazy. I've made so much soup. Oh my God. I make, what are you making? Tell me things that you're making with not crazy ingredients. Um, our, our friend Stephanie Weaver is doing videos daily where she's showing you how to use the stuff you've got in your kitchen to make something yummy. Um, Thank God there's a shit ton of recipes online. Yesterday, I mean, I had cabbage and I had some chicken broth. I didn't have a lot of other ingredients. So I found a recipe called healing cabbage soup and I was able to make that. I have some chicken frozen so I can make another couple of batches of chicken soup when I run out of that. What are you cooking? I've been making a lot of eggs because I have a big thing of brown organic eggs from Costco and they're not gonna last much longer. So I have to eat them. So I'm eating eggs. I got bacon, Lorna Churn, avert your eyes, your ears. I got bacon, I got some ham steaks, because those last. I got some Hebrew National all beef hot dogs, because those last. I have lots of cans of tuna fish, I have lots of bags of rice, and I have lots of cans of beans for, I figure I'm saving the dry food for when the perishables are gone. I bought like six things of Califia creamer, which is my thing, this hazelnut creamer. I'm, I'm dairy and gluten-free, so I realized I have three bottles left. What am I gonna do when I run out of that? I'm gonna have to go to black coffee. Yeah, I bought like 30 boxes of tea because I realized if my bottled water runs out, 
I can always make hot tea. And hot tea is actually the desired thing. Please sip warm liquids all through the day and night. That's supposed to be really good for keeping, helping to keep the virus at bay. Warm liquids. What could it hurt? If somebody's lying and that's not the truth, it certainly can hurt. And what I've also found is that I have three cases of water and I've used almost none of it because I'm drinking tea all day and all night. And um, I have a Brita filter and Harry got me a backup filter, but I don't have it. But when my Brita goes out, um, hopefully he'll deliver it and leave it outside my door because yeah, he's my son. But Harry went out for bread yesterday. He wanted bread and you know, he's young and, and healthy and even though it scares the crap out of me, I have to keep my mouth shut. He's a grown up and he gets to make those choices. Um, but anyway, so what are you cooking? Um, what are you doing? Are you being productive? I know some people that are doing their same routine every day that they usually do, and I'm in awe. I haven't gotten to that place yet. There's a part of me that's really enjoying the simplicity of this and the fact that I don't feel pressure to get things done, that I feel okay just kind of sitting in front of the computer if that's what I'm choosing to do, and sit on the telephone and go to three Zoom meetings in a day and do nothing but connect with other people. That kind of feels right. It's making me not feel alone and um, I'm so grateful for that. Hi, Michael Simpson. <laughs> Hi, Phil Isaacson. Okay, I'm going into the thread now. Let's read what you guys have to say. If you have anything you want to, um, to share with us, any tricks, any secrets, um, any, uh, any fun things, if you're binging something great, please tell me. Um, I haven't started to binge yet, but maybe a couple of days of binging would do me some good. Are you guys getting dressed? Are you uh, getting out of bed and putting on clothes, taking showers? Are you staying in your pajamas for days on end? Um, I was staying in my pajamas the first couple of days that we were home safe. And uh, I didn't shower for two days. I wore the same pajamas. I made myself disgusted. That's also part of the reason why I'm coming to you live every day. Because it forces me to take a shower and to put on a little makeup and put on some clothes. And that feels... Good. It makes me feel a little less afraid. It makes things feel a little more normal, whatever that is anymore. Um, Love Rocks New York City. Yes, Tony, that's what it is. Love Rocks New York City. That's the concert where Jackson Brown was performing and perhaps where he got the virus, if not on the plane. Um, wait, I want to go back to the earlier thread. Um, so I don't know where the original thread is from here. Um, <laughs> Gabby says I should look so good. You're funny. You're so funny. Um, uh, let's see. What else? Um, Ken, it's not scary. We're not going to die. Well, let's hope. Okay, so this is pretty wild. My mother went to a funeral on Zoom yesterday. Wow. Wow. People from all over the world were at that funeral. Her own son, the woman who died, her son was zooming in from another location. You know, when I started thinking like, what are people doing? Um, I don't wanna be morbid for very long. I wanna have, girls just wanna have fun. I wanna have fun with you because I want this to be a reprieve from the crazy, not, and you know, but anyway, but it's a real question. Um, a bunch of people are dying. And you know they they're saying that when we that when people get sick, their 
family cannot go with them to the hospital, cannot visit them, um, can't be there, and that the people who are sick are too sick to text or to call, and they're there on their own, and oh my, and their loved ones are, are home, and and then people are dying, and how do you do the, how are people handling funerals? Zoom is one thing. Um, but not being able to be with our loved ones when they need us, pretty crazy. I also know um, Stella Kim's daughter, Lila, got married and uh, the whole family zoomed in from all over the country to be there while they had their ceremony. I think Eileen sent me a question earlier about getting married in this time of Corona. And um, I don't know the answers, but I know people are doing it. Um, I saw another article, uh, uh, some picture of, of a couple that got married on um, and and zoomed their family in, uh, which is a beautiful thing. There's all kinds of, like I said, we can do a Passover Seder, you can do an Easter Sunday dinner. There's all kinds of things that become possible thanks to Zoom. We just went ah, with the video flipped out again. Okay, so let's see what else you're saying. I seem to have lost the beginning of this thread, so I'm not able to see um, the things that you uh, did at the beginning, but um, the things that you said at the beginning. I don't know why I lost those comments. That's really frustrating. Um, but let's see what I do have. Um, Tony says, I think this pandemic virus has psychological staying power, changing how we physically communicate. Will this be the end of handshakes? Wow, I hadn't considered that, Tony, but that's a very thoughtful question. Um, maybe we should go to the elbow bump, and maybe that's not a bad thing for us to do always because we're always exchanging spit and germs, right? I mean, how many times are we in a gathering of people? We're in a movie theater. We're in a meeting where we're at the grocery store, and people are always kind of coughing and sneezing, and then we're on top of each other. I think maybe handshakes should be a thing of the past. I don't know. What do you think? I don't think that's a terrible idea. Um Wow, I keep losing things. Um, let's see, what else? Hand over heart is more beautiful always. Handshakes are out of fashion. Hand over heart. Oh, I like that, Deborah. That's kind of lovely. Um, no problem, Deborah. Um, uh, Trishan's going to help me. You're so loved. I, God, I missed so much stuff that was on this thread that is now gone that I can't see what your comments were. But I'll see them when I go back into the thread. Um, let me see if I can figure out a way to do this now. Um, hmm. Hi, Lori. Uh, I'm trying to read your comments. Tell me, um, if, you've, if you wrote things before and I lost them, please um, come back to me now because so much is gone. So Patty's cooking fresh chicken salad with onion, celery, mayo. You know, I had, I had tuna fish yesterday with um, mayo and celery, and I am not eating bread because I'm gluten-free, and I didn't buy a gluten-free loaf of bread. And man, tuna without bread is just, I love chicken salad. That sounds really good. Um, black and white cookies from New York. Oh my God, I miss black and white cookies. Actually, Brent's Deli out here has some pretty good ones. Um, let's see, um, 14 rolls of toilet, oh, so Patty has 14 rolls of toilet paper and three boxes of tissues. 
That sounds like a pretty good stash, Patty. How many people are using those? I'm not exactly sure how many rolls I have. Three, six, nine. I probably have around 12 or 15 rolls of toilet paper left. I have a lot of paper towels. I was use, I use paper towels like crazy. And what I started to do about three days ago is use a dish towel and wash them daily. Uh, you know, I have a bunch of them, so I throw them in the laundry. But I am saving so much paper towel. And I figure that I have the paper towels that rip, uh, you know, two pieces on one sheet. It gives you a half of a sheet. And I think if things get really bad with the toilet paper situation, I'll be moving into the paper towel thing. I also have flushable wipes, which I try not to use because they're still not great for the environment. But I have some of those. Not a ton, but I have some. And I have those old-fashioned baby wipes that we're not supposed to use at all down the toilet. But you can put them in a bag if you need to. And then there's always, you know, old clothes. <laughs> Somebody said they were going to use um, clothes and then wash them and reuse them. I'm sorry, I'm not going there. I, I, uh, yeah, I'll be... You go into the bathroom and jump it in the shower before I'm gonna reuse. Ooh, that sounds so disgusting to me. Um, bacon, yeah, um, saving it for your last meal when there's nothing left in your house. Don't save it too long. Mine does have an expiration date in May, um, but I've been using it sparingly. You know what? I um, I also find I'm eating at really weird times, so I haven't been eating during the day at all, which is not good. And I, even though intermittent fasting is a trend, I I think it's making me hungry, angry angry, lonely, tired, so I have to stop doing that. I had my first meal tonight at six o'clock. I had um, a bowl of my um, uh, help, um, healing cabbage soup with a little gluten-free pasta in it. It wasn't very exciting, but I'm gonna have um, ham and eggs when I get off of here, or the other night. So I've been finding I've been having my first meal at 6 p.m. or 7 p.m., and then at 11.30, I'm having another meal and then I don't go to sleep till 4 a.m. and then I have a snack. Well, I just ate the last of my reduced fat Cape Cod potato chips, so there's no more chips in my life. I haven't been losing weight. That's another thing. Are you guys losing weight? I'm not, I haven't been working out at all. I am committing today, it's a new moon in Aries. I am committing that I am going to do some exercise every day. I have a thigh master, I have some leg and hand weights, I have an elliptical upstairs, I'm gonna start working out again, I'm gonna start praying again, my traditional way on my knees, I am going to do my daily readings, oh my God, I'm committing to so many things, but I figure if I think it, I say it out loud and I write it down, that it's gonna happen. So I'm committing to getting into some sort of schedule amidst all this crazy. So it's, okay, so it just paused the video again. God, that's making me crazy. Um, anyway, so are you eating the way you normally eat? Are you eating differently? I was talking to my sponsor earlier and I was saying how I hadn't eaten yet today and I'm eating two meals a day and he said he's eating 11. But meanwhile, he's skinny like a stick and I'm what I am. Um, so Lorna says, my fridge is almost empty but still have my mint ice cream and chocolate chips. Well, there's that. You know, I, I went dairy-free like three weeks ago, and when I was out shopping for my, my big grocery shop before I was hunkering down, I saw ice cream, and I thought, I'm going to get one thing of ice cream so that, you know, one nice big quart so that if I, I think it's, it's half gallon, and I thought on a night when I really need it, you know, when I'm really sad or lonely, I can have some ice cream because, you know, we eat sweet things when we want love. We eat crunchy things when we want sex. I've been eating a lot of crunchy things. 
Anyway, I realized after I brought the ice cream home that I'm dairy-free and I can't eat it. So if somebody wants a half gallon of uh, what flavor Pe butter pecan, I got it here. Although, as if this goes on another six weeks after the first four, I might cheat and eat it myself. We'll see. Um, cook a fried egg to put in soups. Oh, a fried egg. You know what they do? Egg drop soup. Um, uh, Chinese egg drop soup is you take the egg yolk and you put the egg yolk and you stir it into soup. And it gives it, I, I actually love egg drop soup. And thank you for the idea, Callie, because I'm gonna make some egg drop soup with my chicken soup the next time I have chicken soup. I love that idea. So a, uh, a fried or a soft boiled egg in soup, that sounds good. Um, or place on sandwich, you can also bake eggs and freeze up to three months. Wow, that's interesting. Um, Deborah, I tried to buy bottled water for a week. Did you really? You know, I, the last time I went to Costco, which was a couple of weeks ago now, there was a line for water for cases. And I already had three, so I didn't get on that line. I kind of regret not getting a couple of more. I also kind of regret that I walked past rolls and, you know, rolls of toilet paper and, you know, only took one, but I didn't hoard. I've got one big thing. Um, let's see. Sharon says, um, you enjoy what on a certain level, Sharon. I don't know what I was talking about that about then. Um, so Callie says, before getting sick, she bakes several keto souffles and my eggs, cheese, veggies and put in the freezer. Well, that was good. You're sick, Callie. I'm sorry you're sick. I hope you feel better. I hope it's not the virus and I hope if it is whatever it is that you heal quickly. Hi, Phil. Um, you go to work because you're in healthcare computer support. Phil, thank you for your for your service um, and for everyone who is being of service. Thank you so much. My gratitude abounds and I hope that there are going to be ways that we can give back, that I can give back um, in appreciation for all that you're doing. Um, Deborah loves reading recipes. Okay, hi Eric. Um, Netflix, self-made, watch it. Okay, Trish, I'm gonna write that down when this is over. Hi, Christopher Russo. Um, keep making podcasts of three of our radio shows for our parent station. Oh, you're making podcasts, Phil, good for you. Um, I know, dry hands from the constant washing. The washing is crazy, so here's my other question. If you live alone and you're not going out, do you still have to wash your hands like a lunatic? Because I find I'm still washing my hands like a lunatic. I'm still doing the 22nd thing, and every time I touch something, I'm washing hands, and I pick something up, and I'm, and I'm wait a minute, I'm here alone. What, what cooties am I getting that I, I don't know? But I'm still doing it. So are you doing it? Um, yoga pants and tops, makeup, hair done. Patty and good, yeah, yoga pants. I'm actually, I'm not wearing yoga pants. They're pants you can wear outside, but they feel like yoga pants, and that's good. Yesterday I was wearing jeans, and I'm like, what am I doing? So I think Muffy, Muffy, I love you. Muffy had a post like, whoever's wearing jeans right now, what are you fucking, what, why? And it's true, they're not very comfortable, are they? Um, yeah, Zoom funeral. Um, Wadi Wachtel, hi Wadi. Um, Wadi, I want to get the immediate family uh, to do a concert out of my home and out of your homes because Lee's a really good friend of mine, a fast friend that I adore and um, I love the immediate family and I've been uh, booking Steve Postel since 1986. He's one of 
my my near and dear uh, as far as rockers who've uh, been in my life for a long time. He's done every club I've ever booked and every event I've ever thrown. Um, Wadi, I'd love to have you on Game Changers and uh, as my guest, and we can do it. We can Zoom it and put it live on Facebook because I'm going to learn how to do it. Trisha's going to help me. So I would love to have you on, Wadi. We have mutual friends, uh, Bob Calsill, and we actually met once, um, uh, and all those immediate family guys, too, that I just mentioned. Um, let's see, who, what else? Uh, I called Armstrong's to see if they'd pick me up for cremation. There was a long silence on the line. Lorna, you're so morbid. Um, uh, vegan. Vegan stuff is good, Callie. I'm, I'm not vegan. I'm eating pork. Sorry, Lorna. Um, Rob says, since I've been off work, I've been cleaning the house, watching Netflix. You know, I haven't cleaned my house at all. My desk is, has more shit on it than ever. My house is clean. My house is neat. I haven't been cleaning. I don't think I've vacuumed since the stay at home. I don't think I've mopped the floor. Um, but it's neat. My house is neat. I would show you, but if I start to move the camera, um, I'll probably fuck it up. So I won't do that. But that's good for you, Rob. Um, I just finished The Witcher season one and Spencer Confidential with Mark Wahlberg. Both were very good. With the, Oh, that's good. And yes, doing a lot of home cooking, but still do takeout every so often. Yeah, I'm scared about the takeout. I just am. I haven't even been driving in my car. Like I want to go for a drive and then I think, oh my God, what if I get stuck and I have to call like AAA or I don't know. I'm like, everything. Oh. Yeah, I'm living overly cautiously, I'm sure. Um, but I just keep thinking that if I stay put and don't get anything delivered and don't go for walks, if I'm in my house in two weeks, after the two weeks, I will know if I'm virus free, at least for the time being. And there will be comfort in that. Um, but <laughs> I got this wicked, wicked, scary email from my husband in the middle of the night. That was the last time I started, I stopped watching the news and in it, the guy recommended this, um, cleanser, which I'll also put in here, some green something D3 pro that is the one cleanser that is guaranteed to kill the Corona, uh, the COVID-19. And so I immediately at 4.30 in the morning start searching how to buy it and it's on eBay, all this crap. And I find this place that'll sell it. They've got four bottles left at the time. And it's a five gallon bottle and thing and it's $110. So guess what I did? I bought it because I'm an idiot. And of course today on that video that I'm gonna post here where the guy was saying how to clean things before you bring them in, he said that regular Lysol and regular disinfectants are fine and will kill the virus. But now I'm gonna have this massive thing. You use like two tablespoons in a gallon of water. So I'll have a bunch of stuff to share, I think. We'll see. Um, but anyway, it's gonna get delivered. And I might get the virus picking up the stuff that kills the virus. Now that's kind of crazy. So this is what I've planned to do with, um, with, what are you doing with your mail? I've only gone twice to go get the mail since the stay at home. And I, I decided to go really late at night so that I wouldn't run into anybody as I was walking to my mailbox. So I went at 11 o'clock at night and sure enough, as soon as I get to the mailbox, five of my neighbors start to walk towards me and I'm like, nah! so I ran around the back. I didn't run, but I went the other way so I wouldn't have to walk past them because it's a narrow walkway. 
that was crazy. So anyway, I took the mail, put it in a plastic bag, sealed it up, put it downstairs, and I'm not opening it for about five days. I'm sure I have a lot of bills that are due. I pay everything online, and they're automatic, but I'm sure I have some co-pays and stuff. It's too bad they're going out late. I haven't opened any mail in a week, and I don't care. I don't care. Um, you don't want to hear me sing, I know. But um, anyway, so when I get the package from Amazon, after hearing that guy's story about how Amazon delivery trucks are not cleaned and they don't wash their hands and they don't have Purell, those poor, poor people, um, when the box comes, I'm going to leave it outside. Um, the guy today said that cardboard, it, it lasts for three hours. I'm going to leave it out there for three hours. After three hours, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to spray the outside of the box. I'm going to bring a knife. I'm going to cut it open. I'm going to take out with gloves the thing that's inside, the cleanser. I'm going to bring the cleanser in, spray it with Lysol. I'm going to leave the box outside. I'm going to go outside and walk around the back and throw it in the trash with gloves on. That box is not coming into my house. And um, the cleanser that I've gotten will be cleaned before I open the cleanser because I'm insane. And eventually, you know, I'm going to run out of creamer for my coffee. I figure that's probably the first thing I'm going to run out of that I really love. So I think I've got enough for two, three weeks. And after that, I might have to learn how to drink black coffee. Because I think, I don't know how long my provisions are going to last. I have a lot of rice and beans and stuff. But, you know, things can go quickly. I don't know. Right now, things are lasting. But it's going to be kind of sad to, like, not have a potato chip. For a really long time, I was really craving red vines. Did you guys see Curb Your Enthusiasm last week? The whole thing was about... Oh, and Susie Essman is back on Facebook. So if you guys are Curb Enthusiasts and Susie Enthusiasts, I saw a post of hers earlier. She had been off Facebook for a while. Susie is so funny. She did Women Who Write in New York some years ago. What a funny woman. Anyway, they focused on licorice, and I've been craving licorice ever since. And on my last foray to the grocery store, I really wanted to buy a big thing of vines, and I didn't let myself, but I've been thinking about it like every day. How I wish I had a red vine. Anyway, hi, Donna Pescal. I can't wait to meet you. Um, oh, Jill canceled their daughter's wedding. I'm, I'm so sorry, Jill. Um, oh, for, yeah, April 4th, yeah. Um, but I think you did the right thing. I'm sorry that that had to happen for you. Um, um, Eric is unthreaded. He just joined. Uh, Patty Ann, we're, we're at the cel wait, celebrated my dad's birthday with all five of his kids and grandchildren on Zoom, his 81st. We sang happy birthday and blew out the candles. You know, that's so sweet. Um, my son is going to turn 26 on April 13th and we'll all still be in quarantine. And he was really sad about that. And we promised him a huge celebration when we get out of quarantine. But in the meantime, we're going to throw him a party on Zoom because that's what we'll do. And I might even bake him a cake. And he's across town, so I can even bake the cake and leave it outside. See, we're being careful. He doesn't want to get me sick. I don't want to get him sick. So... We talked about at the very beginning before the stay at home about whether or not he should come home to live. And then we could have hunkered down together. But Harry lives with two friends and he's having a lot of fun. They're doing TikTok videos and, and dancing and playing games all the time. And he's a lot better off there um, than with, with his old ma, even though I sure would love his good company. But we're FaceTiming and I he calls me every day. Samantha and I have been FaceTiming. I've been talking to my mother every day. I have to remember to turn the FaceTime on because it's so much more intimate that way. Um, 
Yes, Donna. That's right, Donna. Happy birthday. Happy day after. I hope you had a good birthday. How was your birthday, Donna, in this in this land of Corona? Um, what else? Just got back from New York on March 11th. Oh, Patty Ann. Um, well, it's the, what's today's date? Today's the, well, you're out of your two weeks, so good. I'm glad. Um, you just passed the 14-day quarantine. Excellent. Um, you can put tuna in romaine lettuce leaf. I know, a wrap. The only thing is, you know what, Sharon? I forgot to buy lettuce, so I can't make lettuce wraps. Eee. But there are other things I could use. Um, I have, I have, I don't have a lot of celery left either. I've been using the celery in soups, but, um, and in tuna fish, oh God, when I run out of celery for tuna fish, ooh. Um, but I could like to put tuna on a stalk, but I'm gonna run out, but I have some pickles, so I ate it with pickle. Um, good news, bad news, I ran out of my Ben and Jerry's and I ran out of my Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, because I ran out of the potato chips and I'm gonna be sad tonight. Butter pecan is some of the best. Yeah, I love that butter pecan. Egg drop is great. Yes, it is. Egg salad. Oh, I haven't made any egg salad. Um, egg salad is good. I haven't used any of my eggs for that. That's a good idea, Kim. Thanks. I'm going to do that. See? We change, exchange information, and it's wonderful. Um, your mother used to make egg drop soup as part of the Passover Seder meal. Wow. I never did that at Passover. But I'm definitely going to make some egg drop soup with some of my chicken soup this week. Um... That's so New York, yeah. That's a great question about hand washing, if alone. You know, can you infect yourself? I don't know. Does anybody know, can you infect yourself if you're not? No, if you got it, you got it, right? I don't, I don't think so. Um, great idea, brilliant. I don't know what I was talking about, Tony, but I'm glad. Um, how many times are you taking your glasses on and off? Lorna, you're so it's just like having my mother on the broadcast. Hi, Ma, except my mother would do it with love. Lorna, you're being kind of rough on me. I'm going to give my mother this link so she can watch it later. I love you, Mom, and I'm going to FaceTime you more. We've been talking too much on the phone and not enough FaceTime so that I can see you because that makes it like we're having a real visit. Um, start your car every so often. Oh, so listen to this. I don't know if you guys heard this. I talked about it on... Um, uh, shooting the shit with Vicky the other day. So I drove in the teeming rain last Thursday um, to drop some soup off for my loved one, one of my loved ones, and to pick something up from him. And I came back and I went to the bank to make a deposit because I knew I wasn't going to go again. I can do a lot on my phone, but I can't deposit cash and I've had some cash to deposit. And the video, okay, there it is again. So anyway, um, it was pouring raining and my Honda, uh, it, the, the lights are automatic, but I was noticing that all the cars around me, their lights weren't on and I could barely see them. It was raining so hard. So I wasn't sure if my lights were on, so I put them in the on position. So I get to where I'm going and I take the soup out of the car and my car is beep, beep, beep. I'm like, what the hell is that? Oh, please don't let me have car trouble now. And I drive to the bank and I go make a deposit. Beep, 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 shit. And I get home and I take out my uh, my purse. Beep, beep. And I'm like, what the hell is that noise? And I come upstairs and I forget about it. And three hours later, I remember. So I Google, what does it mean if your Honda Civic is beeping when you get out of the car? It means your lights are set to the on position and it's telling you to turn them the fuck off. I'm like, oh my God, my car's been down there with the lights on for three hours without me driving. 
So I go down to my garage, I open up the garage door so that I don't get carbon monoxide poisoning, and I turn on my engine and it turns over, thank God, and I gun the engine a bunch of times and I let it run for a few minutes, and then I came back upstairs, and that was on Thursday. On Monday afternoon, pounding on my door, and of course I'm not gonna open my door for anybody, but I look through the glass and it's my neighbor and he says, your garage door is open. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, when I went down there to turn my car on and my engine on, I left my garage open since Monday, from Thursday to Monday. And in my garage is what? My stash of toilet paper, my cases of water, my, towel, my paper towels, extra coffee, extra oil, extra detergent, all my supplies are down in the garage and I'm thinking, well that's it, everything's gonna be gone, oh my God. And I go down there and everything was there. I have nice neighbors who were kind. I closed the garage door and um, I did start my car up again yesterday just to make sure it was still starting and you're absolutely right, we should be starting up our cars. I, I'm gonna be starting up my car. In fact, when I finish the broadcast, I'm gonna go down there and start it up and do that every couple of days. That's really good advice. Who said to do that? Trishanne, you're absolutely right. Um, how many times am I gonna take my glasses on and off, Lorna, whenever I wanna read? Although I can kind of read uh, with this prescription without them. Um, somebody posted, Sharon posted her chicken soup. Uh, what? Posted my chicken on soup while I was cooking. I don't know what that means, Sharon. You, hmm. You posted your chicken soup recipe? That, that's very nice if you did. I, I do it like Grandma Cats. I throw everything. I know what I use and I just throw it in a pot and I don't measure anything. Um, what else? Um, typo, no problem. Uh, Jill says, uh, saw a video on that. Uh, all you women who ever envied double Ds, I envy you now. A DD mask won't work. Oh, people making masks out of their bras. That's a big thing that I've been seeing on, on the internet and on the news. Uh, what a great idea. I know that um, my stylist, Craig Ames, is making masks, and I believe he's donating them. I don't know what he's making them out of, but he's a great, he's, he's, he's a, um, a Hollywood costume designer, so he knows what he's doing. Um, Hope you started your car. I did. I did start my car, Tony, but I need to to do it again. WD forty. I don't know. I spray Lysol on my mail. Throw out everything not needed. Wear gloves. Yeah. The other thing this guy was saying in the video about when we get groceries delivered or when we get packages delivered is like if you get a box of cereal delivered from the grocery store. He says open the box which has been touched and take out the wax bag inside and just keep that. If you get a bag of bread delivered, he said open the bag, pour the bread into a, a Tupperware and keep that and get, get rid of as many boxes and bags as you can before you ever, without washing them down, before you ever deal with them, just get rid of the boxes and the bags as, as often as possible and take the thing that's inside and put it in something else because that stuff has not been handled for more than a few days, so it's all safe. Um, I call you more, but yes, I do. Sharon, you will not get 
You will not get the virus. You are beyond prepared. You know, <laughs> thanks, Sharon. You know, but that's the thing. No matter how careful we are, it takes one wrong, wrong move. You know, we don't know what it's going to be. Um, it's possible that something that I did as careful as I'm being, wearing gloves and masks and, and wiping things down and doing all this, you know, if I brought home that one thing of bacon, let's say, and I, I, I don't think I wiped down the stuff before I put it in the refrigerator a week ago Monday. I don't think I was up to that then. So, um, you know, uh, thank you. I, 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 who knows, you know? I know people that are not being careful at all and they haven't gotten the virus. And I don't know if you believe in a higher power but if, or in destiny, but if it's our time, it's our time. And if it's not, it's not. And I think we can do everything we can do, but ultimately, I don't know. I'm a fatalist, but that doesn't mean you need to be one. Um, you um, and male male people, how how I heard they might actually shut down the mail service, in, uh, which would be okay with me because then they wouldn't be able to deliver the bills. How do you feel about them? Um, I've read somewhere they've stopped all rent. What country is it? People are no longer are not responsible right now to pay their rent, their utility bills. Um, anything like that and I am all somebody's going whoo I'm all for that I think I think they should uh, make it a law that for the next three months everybody's kind of off the hook from paying anything look if we in service people who throw events people who have service jobs can't work and can't make a living why should the landlords still be getting paid I don't know it doesn't seem fair to me it seems like they should have to wait like everybody else only seems fair um, how funny is Susie? She's very funny. Um, I'm sure all the sitcom writers are writing um, coronavirus, uh, writing a coronavirus episode right now. Well, maybe they are. I know a lot of them are writing really funny posts on Facebook and on Twitter. That's for sure. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm going down. I'm going down. Um, your garage door. Yeah, I know. So I. Um, yeah. I'm even like taking out my garbage only when I have to. Are you, do you find you're turning your dishwasher on more? I sure am. I'm, I'm washing, uh, doing laundry um, more often as well because I don't want to sleep on the sheets for more than a couple days, and, well, a few days, and I don't want to use ta towels too much, and I just want, I don't want to wear pajamas more than a couple of days. I don't know. I feel like maybe the turnover, I don't know. It's just me, so it probably doesn't mean anything. Oh, Sharon posted a pic on Facebook while her soup was cooking. Oh, nice. I didn't take a picture of my uh, my healing cabbage soup yesterday, but maybe I will when it's in the bowl. Um, it's my pleasure to share the love, Jill. Um, uh, you've gone to bed. Good night. I hope you have good sleep. Um, I know I'm surprised that the post office is still working, too. So I've been talking for an hour and a half. This is ridiculous. I thank you all so much for being with me. Um, I'm so grateful for you. Um, if you have stuff to share, put it up on the thread. I'll be back tomorrow with um, shooting the shit with Vicky. I haven't figured out if I need to have a regular time for it so that you guys know to, to, that I'll be there or if it's okay for me to kind of just do it when it feels right, which is kind of what I've been doing so far. I tend to get on at about 1.30 in the afternoon. That seems to have been where I've fallen in those few days that I did it. So I'm thinking it'll be somewhere around there. Um, because by nighttime I should take all these clothes off and get in pajamas and get comfortable, which I haven't been doing till four in the morning, which is crazy. 
But I also want to apologize. I, I, for the shooting the shit shows, I've been using my computer camera and I've just been sitting in front of it. And oh my God, could anything be less flattering than that? Holy shit, those cameras. I feel like I look 90 and I, I have swollen eyes from this allergy that I've got going on. And oh my God, my eyes are all like hooded and you can like, I don't even look like myself. I, I look at the the video from those shows and I look like my dad, which my dad was really handsome, but on me looking like an 80 year old guy is not a good thing. So I don't know if this is gonna look any better today. I sure hope so because those last few videos were really rough. I like, wah, can't look at it. Um, so uh, thanks Vicki, this is great. Feel like we all need this. Yeah, I know it's certainly helping me. Hi Michael Hall, how are you? Um, stay safe over there in New York. Um, girls, stop. You look fine. Who's yelling at me? Stop. Patty Ann. You are hot. I'm hot. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe if I shoot the cleavage. I, I figure if I have the cleavage going on, I can distract from... What's going to happen to all those people who can't get Botox anymore? All right, so before I go, how about this? All right, so I've got these crazy roots going on, right? And I didn't get my hair done that long ago. And... Probably normally I would go another uh, two, three weeks and then have my hair done. Well, it's going to be a lot. When are we going to feel safe to go get our hair done? I need some some body hair. When are we going to feel safe? And Nicole, oh, okay. I got to give a shout out to my hairdresser, Nicole Venetables of the Ruby Begonia Salon in Studio City, who's got um, Hair Crush Love Fuck Off Hairspray and who is an unbelievable hairdresser, the Ruby Begonia Salon. We're not going there, but you can get her products online from friendsbeautysupply.com. You can still get supplies. And, and Anson Williams has alert drops and you can get those online and those are keeping people alive and safe. If you do go for a long drive because you want to get some air, take some alert drops, you get tired, a couple of sprays, it's all lemon, all natural, and it wakes you right up. Also, Nicole has these great words on the inside t-shirts, and it says sweet things. I am happy, I am kind, I am love, and you can also get these from Nicole online. And then my good friend Rick Smokey, who I love, I love, I love, I love, with Quick Impressions in Chicago. If you decide, get creative, and you want to make new business cards, or you want to make a, a flyer for your, a little card for your new CD or for, I don't know, anything that you're doing. Rick Smolke, greatest printer in the world, nicest guy, greatest humanitarian, so generous, so kind. He will take excellent care of you. Rick Smolke, Quick Impressions of Chicago. He's my Facebook friend. Look him up. Hit him up. He'll take great care of you. I love you all so much, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you spend this time with me. You don't tell me to go to my room or to shut up or something, uh, as my kids would be doing. Um, yes, online beauty supply. That's where you can get stuff. So I'm thinking, I haven't done my own hair color. I did it once when I was in my 20s, and it turned like this horrible color of orange, and it was my stepfather Marvin's 60th or 50th um, surprise birthday, and I was speaking at his party. I was reading something, and I had this really dig low, horrible orange hair, so I'm afraid if I order a product online to do my roots that I'm going to massacre my hair, so I'm just going to look really weird as the weeks go on. Um, 
Yes, we need a coronavirus comedy club on Facebook. It's everywhere, Patty, and it already exists. Everybody is being so funny. Just go on your homepage. There's humor everywhere. And if you're not already following a bunch of comics, now's the time to do it. Um, hi, Anthony. So I am going to sign off now. Thank you for being with me. I adore you. I'll see you tomorrow on Shooting the Shit with Vicky. I'll see you next Wednesday on Game Changers. I plan to have a real, an actual guest, not the COVID-19. Um, and we're not going to talk about COVID, I hope, next Wednesday. Let's talk some art next week. I have a bunch of people willing to do it, so I just got to get the technology going. So Trish, help me. And um, hopefully on Tuesday, look for it. Be on the lookout. I'm hoping um, Tuesday, the 31st, when we were supposed to have women who write in the living room, we will but via Zoom and coming to you on live Facebook, 11 a.m. Pacific time. And if I can't get it together by then, if nobody helps me and I don't have the technology together at 11 a.m. next Tuesday, we'll be doing another support group on Zoom. But I'll be seeing you then no matter what. Have a safe and wonderful and happy and joyous. Find something that makes you feel good. Hug yourself in some way. If it's through food, if it's through Netflix, if it's through... Facebook, whatever makes you happy. Music, play some music. And wow, Dan Navarro's doing live concerts every night. I think Eric Schwartz is doing them. He was even in the Boston Globe. Um, Adam Chester, our friend Adam's doing live concerts all the time. There's so much music out there to enjoy. Keith Urban's doing them. Everybody's doing them. Everybody's doing their talk shows. Um, there's so much um brilliant entertainment and creativity happening take it all in i hope you do stay close i love you oh i have to get up now i have to get up and turn this off bye everybody <laughs>